Welcome to Living the Dream Outdoors, the official podcast of Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. We live by the motto, it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. And we live the outdoor lifestyle every day. Whether you're a landowner or are dreaming of joining the ranks of those closest to the earth, we are your brothers and sisters of the outdoors. We hunt, we fish, we are stewards of the land, and our Living the Dream team will show you the way to enjoying the land and all the outdoor pursuits it has to offer. Here's your host, Bill Cooper. Welcome to this Wednesday edition of Living the Dream Outdoors. On Wednesdays, we'll talk about our watery world, all the things you can do with water. You know, it's probably the next best thing to land. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. You get, you get water with land, it's the bomb. Hey, this is Daryl W. Hyman with Living the Dream Outdoor Properties. Uh, we're at beautiful Westover Farms today. If you've never seen the place, it's gorgeous. Great trout fishing place in Crawford County, Missouri. It's something you ought to look into. Beautiful place here. I'm blown away. Oh, so I'm, it, This is a beautiful place here at Westover Farms. I'm Cody Lucas with Outdoor Vigilantes. I'm uh, Great to be part of this, and, and I'm still in awe. This Westover Farms, i got to bring my rod and reel down here and wet a line. <laughs> For sure. You did. <laughs> it's in the truck. I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. When I heard we was going to some place like this, I, my gear's in the truck. Hey, this is Frank Cox. I'm from Smoker Builder Manufacturing, and I'm really glad to be here with these guys today. A lot of stories, my goodness. We're, we're having a good time talking about all this stuff. And, you know, I, I really, really enjoy this place. I, I am actually blown away with how nice it is. You know, trout fishing is, is near and dear to me. And, uh, yeah, I need to – I should have brought my pole. I didn't even think about it. For the right price. <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. The right I, I got one I could lease out. <laughs> Cooper, Cooper brought a net. Oh, did he? <laughs> I know somebody might have a smoker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, it is indeed. It probably – without a doubt, it's a premier – trout fishing place private place in the state of missouri maybe the midwest i mean you can't imagine you you can uh, get on the site and check out some photographs of this place mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's a great place to have an event we do the living the dream right, outdoor properties have- uh conference here every february um you know we we do a, a, a you know a shoot too while we're here and then you can trout fish it's just it's a wonderful thing well, the managers here, Tom and Lisa Sluter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, great people, and I've known them for several years. They've been so good to me. They kind of give me a free run of the place, and I don't take near enough advantage of it. I'll come over two or three, four times a, a, a year and do some fly fishing, record a little video, and Tom's always sneaking up on me, you know, jumping. <laughs> jump He'll shake his finger at me. Now, no shenanigans, Cooper. <laughs> so he knows you real well. Right? I guess he does better than I thought, you know. <laughs> hey, but let's jump into today's topic. You know, uh, all of us are pretty much waterfowl hunters. We're going to drag Cody Lucas along with us. He's been in the rabbit woods so long. Uh, I don't think he looks up and sees all of those millions of geese flying over oh, yeah. and ducks but we're going to break him in right here just pretty <laughs> soon but i want to talk about today lo- hunting local flocks of geese now it's primarily in our area it's canada geese but you know once in a while you get mm-hmm. you get a lost snow goose that'll show yep. up with them or just recently i actually killed a uh, a lesser ross's goose oh yeah a lesser yeah, yeah. i've, I've yep. killed some of the larger ones but this little guy probably weighs four five six pounds yeah. 
going to make a beautiful mount, Frank. Yeah, Are yeah, you jealous? That's cool. I, you know, I I am a little bit. I've killed a few of uh, them Ross geese. They're they're nice birds. I just always thought those were little Canadians. <laughs> oh, just not mature. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Daryl's got in, a little bit in, to learn about in, waterfowl. Immature. Yeah. Immature Canadian He knows more geese. than I do. I'd hear him honk and I'd be shooting. Yeah. <laughs> you could tell me later. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I can tell you here in the state of Missouri, it's an awesome story. Of course, we got lots of stories to talk about the, you know, the great things that happen in Missouri forest conservation and bringing wildlife species back within my lifetime but the story of the canada goose is really intriguing and particularly when you get into talking about the giant canadas and yeah. we have lots of those local flocks of giant canadas in the ozarks but way back when i want to say in the late 60s early 70s uh, the biologists were thinking that uh, they were extinct they were gone and well the missouri department of conservation biologist was working up on missouri river and he saw some big geese up in some holes on the bluff they got to investigating they were nesting in those bluff holes oh wow and it turned out they were giant canada geese and there weren't very many of them of course a conservation department got right on it and they managed to capture some of these uh, geese and kind of help them along with production then they scattered them really all over the midwest as far as i know and uh, of course you hear stories about us trading uh uh, turkeys for rattlesnakes and all that kind of stuff, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not exactly true, that. but I, I think this. <laughs> good, story. Lee, good story. Uh, did you though. start that story, Cody? <laughs> uh, not me. <laughs> not me. <you> know. <laughs> Pass it by. I've been told it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard it. I've heard, I've heard it. it. I've heard it. Oh, I, I heard one time we was we was dropping rattlesnakes out of helicopters in a burlap bag. In a burlap bag. I heard yeah. we were trading yeah. turkeys for rattlers, and they were releasing them down there by the tower in Flat, Missouri. Oh, that's couple, probably true. A couple guys killed them, <laughs> and and said why are we seeing these and that was what we were told whether or not it was true or not oh yeah we hear all kinds of wild tales but the canada goose story i'm telling is true (laughs) (laughs) did you climb climb up that bluff and peek in that cave i've got pictures of it i can prove it i I actually took pictures over the lake of the ozarks while i was bass fishing one time but yeah but those flocks have expanded man all over and the thing is this is a great way to extend your waterfowl season, you know, yeah. not, not that you can go outside the season dates, but it's another opportunity. How many of you know where there's right now where there's a local flock oh, of yeah, Canada I do. geese? I oh, do, yeah. absolutely. They're yeah. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, not many people hunt them. And if you'll start well before the season, knock on a few little doors, you know, because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people don't care for these geese because they foul their ponds. Right. Uh, I just got permission a couple months ago to start uh, uh, hunting when season come open. There's a lady that uh, got, I don't know, probably a two-acre pond, but she got horses. She don't have any other livestock. But those geese come to the pond, they make a big mess, and they actually come up to the barn when they hear her getting the feed bucket. Right. <laughs> and she scatters the feed for the horses. The geese come up and attack the horses and run the horses off yeah. and eat their eat feed, the feed, you know. Yeah. Wow. So she's wanting these geese gone. And I've had the good fortune to get down there a couple of times and have like 75 of them come in on me, you know. And uh, I don't want to give away the whole story yet, but I want to hear from some of you other guys and experiences you've had hunting these local goose populations. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, golf courses are a great place. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they are, too. <laughs> there, are guys, there are talented guys on those golf courses. I've, I've seen guys that's ball up on the tee. There's a goose out there. Knock one out. 
<laughs> get awful close. <laughs> well, I know I couldn't do that. I can. I don't really understand golf. Once you get that little hole, uh, that little ball, in that little hole, I just want to leave it there. I don't even want to try. It. <laughs> yeah, you know? I never understood why a guy my size would hit a little white ball as far as he could in a cow pasture just to go get it and hit it again. Right now, if I was shooting them into me, I if I was shooting that ball at a goose or something, I could oh, get that. I hey, chase it down. Well, yeah. you, you guys have missed out. We've had little tournaments where we shoot golf balls and shoot them with our twelve gauge shotguns. Now well, that's, that's pretty cool. Get into that. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I do. I want to ask Frank a question yeah. about smoke. You know, cooking and and everything. Like geese, a lot of guys, like personally myself, I'm not like the best cook at that. But if, do you ever smoke geese? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I just did that recently. What, what's yeah. the best way to do that, really? So uh, every goose we ever killed, we breasted them out is what we did. Because yeah, that gets rid of all that skin yeah. and the fat that sits on the outside of it. And then you just brine it or marinate it. And uh, like I like to include uh, verde in there, like a salsa, green uh, salsa. That um, heat it up? Uh, it really doesn't have, you know, you can get into some hot stuff, but it's usually that's not too hot. It's it's pretty mild. and uh, But you let them marinate in that and then wrap them in. Everybody's got to wrap it in bacon. You oh, know, you cube yeah. it up. Nothing and, wrong with bacon. You know, yeah. butterfly that cube out a little bit, put a jalapeno slice in there, put him back together, wrap it in bacon, shh, game on. You well, know? Pull the bacon off, <laughs> eat the bacon, throw the goose. Yeah, no, 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 no. Medium no, rare. No. <laughs> I got to tell you, just two weeks ago, I smoked some on, on a smoker builder barrel that mm. I've had for a long, long time. and But it still works pretty good. I'm not the best. Best operator in the world, but uh, <laughs> I flayed those breast halves out, man, sliced them up where they were twice as wide as your thumb, you know, and I put them in a Cajun seasoning uh, marinade overnight, and that did add mm-hmm. not, not a lot of hot, but a little zip to it, you know, and Frank does all this fancy stuff with jalapenos and cream cheese and all that. Uh, when I'm wanting some of that, I just go to his shed. But <laughs> I'm a lazy guy, you know, when I'm dozing bacon good and uh, took them out early in the morning and tossed them on that smoker and Frank gets on me. I like to check on stuff, you know. Yeah. I open that smoker probably too often, <laughs> but I got to peek and see what it's looking like. You know, that smell just killed yeah. me. So I, I go out and roll them over and then about six hours later, I mean, this was a slow smoke, man. I threw some hickory wood in there, and and when I opened that lid, those were prettiest. That's the prettiest goose I ever saw in my life. Yeah, I saw yeah. pictures. Yeah. You, you know, I tell you, I'm gonna and have, it was good. I'm going to oh. have Frank come over and show my wife how to do that goose because I've I I used to hunt geese like crazy. I don't do it much in it, as much as I used to, but I used to hunt up at Prairie Marsh Farms off Highway 79, and it was just, we loaded with geese. Great club, awesome place to hang yeah. out, and uh, I'd bring them home all the time. But yeah. it, it was like, would you, you know. You're bringing way too many geese home because it was like <laughs> oh, wow. didn't have a great recipe yeah. for them. Like the ducks, totally different thing. But, Absolutely. Uh, the, Absolutely, you know, and snow geese especially. I've tried that every way you can think of, and, and I got I, I got a recipe for okay. that too. But we're not talking about snow geese today. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to wait <laughs> later on that. One. Okay, we'll get onto that <laughs> one later. <laughs> all right, we've got to. Hey, looking at all you guys, we could talk about cooking all day long, but we need to give the audience just a few tips and tactics about yeah. how to hunt these local geese, and it's not that difficult. I had a guy out of Rolla, Missouri tell me one time he called me want me invited me to come hunt his geese I said man that's uh, that big lake about five acres way out in the open how am I going to do this he said if I was you I'd just stand at the corner of the barn I'll bring you the feed bucket and you can just rattle it <laughs> best goose call ever I said well I don't think I could do that but the little lake I've been hunting uh, lately it's got willows around it yeah. uh, there's open grass I like short grass you know but uh, I just went up and put up a little cloth blind took my coffee jug 
kicked back my little camp stool, I threw out five decoys. Yep. That's the sweet thing about uh, the hunting these local geese. You don't have to wear yourself out carrying 50 decoys or more in there. So I threw these five decoys down at the shallow end of the pond, just about 20 yards out. And uh, gosh, I got there like nine o'clock, uh, maybe 10 till, erect a little blind right quick. And I'm thinking these geese had been coming in between 11 and 1, but I want to get there plenty early. So I'm in there messing with my camera, and I hear a honk, and I look up, and they're 100 yards, wing set, and they're yep. coming in, man. So I'm trying to drop a camera, pick up a gun, put a shell in it. And all <laughs> <laughs> you know the scenario. Oh, I do, yeah. <laughs> but it, anyway, about 75 of them sailed in, and it looked like they're all going to land on the other end of the pond. So I'm messing with my camera again. I look up. There's a dozen of them headed right to the decoys. They yep. broke off from the crowd, so I knocked two of them down right there. Perfect. I mean, when the first few minutes, 30 minutes later, another 50 came in, got my last goose. But... It doesn't take much to hunt these local geese, you know. Yeah, just do your homework, uh, find the pattern. They, they, that's the creatures key. Habit. They go from one guy's pond in the evening, they go right. to the other guy's pond in the morning, you know. And if you can get on the, the X, that's the big thing. Figure out which pond they're going to go to, pattern that out. It's it's like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> it really much. is. <laughs> hey, and, and the great thing, if you can take a buddy or two, but be sure and ask permission. Ask permission way ahead of time, and don't just assume – I got permission for Friday that you can go back anytime you want That's to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Always check with the landowner. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, we talk all the time, we love the land. You bet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not just land, it's a lifestyle. Hey, yeah. every day of our lives. And folks, hey, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Never, ever forget, keep living your dream. Land ownership is the American dream. Land is the basis of all life. Our wise use of this most precious of resources ensures the survival and growth of free institutions and our American way of life. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we value the traditions and freedoms that land provides us. Every day we seek the solace of a mountain sunrise over traffic jams and smog, the calming silence of a bubbling stream over the sirens of the city, and the quiet of the countryside over the hustle and bustle of the world. We hunt, we fish, we farm. We live off the land. It's our mission to help our clients live out their dreams on the land as we do. At Living the Dream Outdoor Properties, we believe it's not just land, it's a lifestyle. Join us five days a week on the Living the Dream Outdoor podcast as the Living the Dream Outdoor Dream Team explores the most desired outdoor properties in the Midwest and whisks you away to incredible hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation opportunities. Host Bill Cooper an inductee of the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame, will be joined by members of the Living the Dream Outdoors team each week as they tell tales, unveil tips and tactics, and rub elbows with some of the biggest names in the outdoor world. You'll find the Living the Dream Outdoors podcast on your favorite social media platforms, including Facebook, YouTube, Messenger, Instagram, Spotify, TikTok, and Stitcher.